Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Well, that sucked tonight at the Garden. Well, I guess in Minnesota as well. We could do the baseball a little bit later on. And, of course, We'll get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Short show for you following the Yanks here going till 2 a.m. But I was at the Garden, and, you know, obviously this is the first day for me on, first night, Monday night, back uh, for the work week here. Did not get a chance to talk about game three on Saturday night. So now it's two losses since we last left you. The Rangers were up 2-0, coming back home to the Garden, and what I expected to be a sweep of the New Jersey Devils. And here we are, Monday night, following games three and four, and the series is all tied up, heading back to New Jersey for game five. It is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. From a Rangers team that looked like they were on the way to making a Stanley Cup run after the first two games of this series. It's not just that they won those two games. It's that they looked like a Stanley Cup contending, legitimate Stanley Cup contending team. Game three, all right, it happens. The power play goes 0 for 5. You're not going to win many games like that. That's part of the reason why we looked at the Rangers and said they could win the Stanley Cup was because their power play looked unstoppable. Five? You get five freaking opportunities? You couldn't cash one? All right, it happens. You lose in overtime. Sucks. Still, they played a decent hockey game. Fast forward to tonight. They played a horrible Hockey game. I want my money back. They were terrible from puck drop. Terrible. Gallant said it and he was dead on correct. They did nothing tonight. That type of effort at home cannot be tolerated. And the Rangers now are on the verge of a historic Collapse, And I don't need to go over the records and how many times a team down 0-2 or whatever or up 0-2, up 2-0, coming home. I know it. Watching this Rangers team dominate the Devils the way that they did the first two games on the road, coming home to the world's most famous arena with that passionate fan base, with that crowd, you cannot lose both of those games. And in the process, play a horrific game. They did nothing. The energy wasn't there. The effort wasn't there. They were sloppy. By the way, did Mika Zabinajad play in this game? Where the hell is Mika? 
They're getting too cute. I mean, they were really more cute in game three. They didn't even have chances to do that. They couldn't even get, they couldn't control the puck. Another 0 for on the power play. 0 for 3. It's not like the Devils, and this is nothing to take away from the Devils, because the Devils did exactly what they had to do. Look, they were left for dead. They were awful in the first two games, got outplayed severely by the Rangers. They stole one in game three. And they were fine in game four. I mean, obviously good enough to win, but it's not like the Devils did anything really well. Jack Hughes, dude. Jack Hughes gets on a breakaway, and he's better than Igor. That's twice now. So you could chant Igor all you want. Jack Hughes got him twice. But outside of that, it's not like the Devils have done anything great here. They're still taking penalties, which you shouldn't be able to do against the Rangers and get away with it. Devils were whatever. The Rangers sucked. They were awful. I mean, that's arguably the worst game they've played all year. Or at least it's in the running for one of them. And they still, I mean, had an opportunity. Tying that game with Trocek in the third period. What What an awful, awful performance by the Rangers. You talk about disappointing. A chance to just win one of two games at home and go up a commanding three games to one lead. And now the damage is done. Because regardless... There is going to be a game six at the Garden Saturday night. And that was something that this team needed to avoid, not only because it's dangerous you're putting yourself in that spot where you can lose the series, of course, but you don't want to be playing six, seven-game series to start the postseason if you have Stanley Cup aspirations. Can't happen. And they're doing it again. Why is it never easy with this team? How does this team look so different from the first two games to the last two games? How is that possible? Forget about where they play. You watched it just like I did. We all saw it. Dominating the Devils 5-1 in each of the first two games. And then this? Again, game three, it happens. I mean, that's hockey, the balance of the puck. Devils are a good team. Clearly, they're not going to go away or weren't going to go away easy. So they get that big game three win. Okay, fine. You tip your cap, you go play game four, and you take game four. And it'd be one thing if the Rangers got beat by a significantly better team. The Rangers just didn't play. They were awful all night long. Awful. Lifeless. You name him, he was awful. And it would be nice if Mika showed up. You can't be the best player or one of the best players all year long and then not show up in the postseason. You know, Panarin, at least Panarin's got the puck. He's trying to do something with it. Now, you could, you know, you could get on him for what he's doing with it when he gets it, but at least he's out there skating around. Mika, I mean, you don't even notice him on the ice. Kane wasn't very good again. You know, at times when he's not, when he doesn't have the puck on the power play in space, Kane has been useless. He needs the puck. In space, on the power play. And the Rangers didn't have it. You kept thinking, and this is dating back to game three, every play, every power play opportunity was going to be the one, all right, now they're going to break through. They can't go 0 for 5, can they? 0 for 5. Last night, saying, oh, this has got to be the one. No, this has got to be the one. And it wasn't. None of them. They had a couple of opportunities. And they're making it, you know, there is no doubt in my mind that since the Devils made the switch to Schmid, is that how you say his name? Schmid, 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 whatever the hell his name is. 
I mean, think about it. They were saying it wrong on the broadcast on Saturday night. Schmidt or whatever. Schmidt. Since the Devils make the change to the backup, there's no doubt in my mind that it gets in the Rangers' head. It's blatantly obvious. It's not like this guy is that good. I'm not trying to knock him, and he's obviously been a difference so far in the series, him just being there. So you give Lindy Ruff credit, maybe it's mind games, whatever. It worked. But since this guy's in there, the Rangers can't score a goal. He, he's putting rebounds everywhere, and nobody's there to find one. Uh, finally, Trocek breaking through. I mean, hallelujah. Place went nuts, exploded. It was about time. And then, of course, the Devils answer shortly thereafter. But it's not like Schmidt is, I mean, they're making him look like Marty Brodeur. What is going on here? A backup goalie? That's the difference? This is not about the Devils. You give them credit. I'm not taking away. This is not about the Devils. This is about the Rangers. A team that was built to win the Stanley Cup. A team that looked like it was headed toward a Stanley Cup run after two games. Now it's a team that looks like another Rangers disappointment. That's what it looks like now. And this would be worse than most. Maybe not all. But you could understand losing in the cup final years ago to the Kings. You could understand getting beat. And I was there and it was one of the worst games I've ever been to in my life. In 2015, game seven, Tampa Bay Lightning blank in the Rangers. In the Eastern Conference Fund. You could understand that. It happens. You get beat sometimes. You cannot understand or accept a team that was built to win the cup, look the way they did in the first two games, off of what they did last year's postseason, all the pieces that are in place, look the way that they did the first two games against the Devils, and then come home. Home ice. The world's most famous. Towels waving. People going nuts. Blue shirts everywhere. No garden takeover from Devils fans. Packed. Almost every single jersey was white or blue. And they're going to go off rate on the power play and play a lifeless, pathetic hockey game that would be unacceptable if it were against the Flames in October. The Devils, game four, trying to take a commanding 3-1 lead. When you play with fire, you get burned. And the Rangers now find themselves in a must-win spot here. This series cannot go seven games. You can't do it. The damage has already been done. The only way to save face here is to win these next two. And after, you know, the same way that I felt that the Rangers weren't going to lose a game in this series after watching the first two... After watching these last two, now I feel like they might not win another game in this series. 877-337-6666. We'll get to your calls on the other side. Remember, of course, we're going to get to the Aaron Rodgers stuff at some point, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But finally, it's over. I mean, geez, thank you very much. Now we can all move on with our lives and actually talk about Rodgers being with the Jets as opposed to, I don't know, it might not happen. Now it's about the Jets' expectations. I was also at the Garden on Sunday to watch the Knicks' performance. And who would have thought? Who would have thought that of these two teams, the Knicks would be taking advantage of home court and ready to wrap their series up in a Game 5 on the road come Wednesday night, looking to move on to the second round? 
Who would have thought when we're going into the playoffs, it was all about, wow, the Knicks can only go so far. They're lucky if they win the first round. The Rangers can win the cup. The Knicks may end up going further than the Rangers. We'll get into the Knicks as well. You want to do some Yankees? An awful effort from them. I mean, who was worse, the Yankees or the Rangers? Uh, the, the reason why the Rangers is because the game mattered more, but my goodness, the Yankees played some bad baseball. Anyway, whatever's on your mind, but we're starting with the puck, Rangers. I cannot believe that we are sitting here tied at two apiece. 877-337-6666. You want to just go right to the calls? Okay. Young Josh is calling from Passaic. What's up, Young Josh? Hey, Keith. Hey, Sal. How you doing? Good. What's up, Josh? So, I'm just saying that I know the Rangers play pretty bad. I'm a Devils fan. I know you should be getting... No, Devils fan. I don't want to hear from, sir. I'm just, I, no! No! I don't want to hear from a Devils fan. Keith isn't here. Keith isn't here. I'm here, and I want to hear about the Rangers. I'm sorry, Young Josh. I'm not trying to be rude. Uh, this is not about the Devils. I'm not taking the first call talking about the Devils. Joe is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Joe? Sal, how are you, my friends? I'm in a bad mood, Joe. I mean, come on. We, we, we paid a lot of money to go to that game tonight. Those you know, 19,000 people at the Garden ticked off. Well, Sal, let me tell you, I was one of the 19,000 there. We paid a lot of money to go see that game tonight. There's a few things I agree with you. There's a few things I don't. I agree with you in the fact that they look like a JV team out there tonight. They came out flat. He came out dead. The towels were waving when the anthem played, and everybody was ready to go tonight. I don't know what happened to this team. He came out. They looked horrible. I was at the game, like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. about five minutes ago, 2015, uh, against the Canadians. Well, no, the the one that they lost to the Lightning you're talking about, or are you talking about a different round? No, no. So... Game game six, they won the game one nothing to go to the Stanley Cup. Right. And they lost to the Kings in the in the uh, Stanley Cup. Right, 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 right. In the next round, yep, that's exactly right. <clears throat> Patrick Kane, you brought it up earlier. Where where is he? This guy, he was he was he was electric in the first two games on the power play, bringing the bringing the puck into the to the offensive zone. You didn't even know he was out there tonight. Where was Crowder tonight? Where was the Banajad tonight? The whole, the whole team. It was a the was kid a line. Heedle player. can Heedle hit a net for goodness' sake? I mean, Kako's got to control the puck. Heedle. I mean, where's the kid line? We talk about these four lines, how deep they are, Joe. Oh, we're not seeing it in these last two games, especially last night. Game three, I'll give him a pass because it was a good, you know, tough game that they ended up losing in overtime. Last night was unacceptable. It was. It was like they came out flat, Sal. In, in period two of Saturday night. You were watching it. It was sloppy. They made they made stupid, stupid, stupid penalties when uh, what's his name got tripped over. He came over the ice and then he took the hooking call. They haven't been the same since that penalty that they took. It's been a disgrace for the Rangers for the past forty eight or seventy two hours, whatever it's been. So, what point. do you disagree with me on? Uh, what was the point uh, that you were bringing up? I forget what the point was. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Well, I was just curious. You said you agree with me on some and then disagree with others. I agree with you. I agree with you on most of it, Sal. What I disagree with you on is that the series is over. Well, I didn't say it was over. I didn't say it was over, but I said after watching these two, uh, you know, the first two games I thought the Rangers were going to sweep or at least win in five. After watching these last two, look, they're going to need to play a completely different game in game five here to get back control of the series. They made the, they made the Devils look like a JV team. The Stan, I agree with you. Mm. The Rangers look like a Stanley Cup team. Game one, game two. The 
Everything was clicking. The defense was clicking. Fox, Truba, they were out there ready to go. Crowder, Crowder, you put a puck in front of Crowder in front of the net. That, that was a garbage goal that was going from tonight, uh, uh, Saturday night. It was, it was a completely different team. And then tonight was an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Garden was dead. Was dead. It was awful. And it wanted it to be awful, it, awful, awful. It wanted to be. I'll tell you, Joe, and I'm sure you could say the same. And thank you for the call. I've been to a lot of Ranger playoff games, dating back to the '97, '96, '97 season. I think is when I first started going to Ranger playoff games. And I've been addicted, hooked ever since. And I always say, even being at the Nick game on Sunday it was my first time being at a Nick playoff game in 19 years. The last time I was at a Nick playoff game was 2003, 2004. Now, obviously, the Knicks haven't given a ton of opportunity, but I remembered how great it was being at a Nick postseason game. You know, before that, of course, it was the 90s or whatever. But it was great Sunday, and, and the Knicks won, so it made it even more special. When, before puck drop, you know, you get the towels waving, the anthem, all that, no better place than the Rangers at the Garden in the playoffs. But then you watch the Rangers' crappy effort, and you watch you score the goal. Then you could hear a pin drop. Now, it did explode when Trocek finally scored the goal to tie it. And at its peak, if you're comparing the two, I still say peak Rangers crowd better than Knicks. But the point is that that game tonight was one of the... I don't know if I want to say one of the worst playoff game crowds, but it's it's probably one of the... Because the crowd was... It's not the crowd's fault. It's the team's fault. There have been tough results, but this was maybe one of the worst efforts that I've ever seen from a Rangers home game in a postseason. That's how bad this effort was. You know, sometimes the team isn't good enough. You're going up against a better team. Sometimes you just get beat. It happens. This looked like a team that was sleepwalking through a game. They were just doing nothing. The passes weren't crisp. The skating wasn't crisp. I mean, the Rangers had at one point, I forget what, yeah, it must have been the third period, a three-on-two, a developing three-on-two. And I think it was Kane, if I'm not mistaken, was waiting Instead of skating up the, it might have been a, a, it was either two, it was an on-man rush, and then they, the point is he was waiting, almost like he was waiting for the Devils to get back. What are you doing? Go, go, skate, attack the net. Why is nobody in front for a rebound with this guy? He's kicking rebounds all over the place. Schmidt. Not the crowd's fault. Everybody wanted to go nuts. We're all just disappointed because they gave us nothing to cheer from. Outside of a couple of spurts here or there, it was really nothing. John is calling from Beth Page. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Sal? Um, listen, listen. A, a playoff, a playoffs is about ebbs and flows. And for the Rangers to come out the first two games, they were fantastic. Ten to two. Jersey makes the change. They put in this young Swede. He's six five. He's blocking up the whole net. He's clogging everything up. Listen, I'm not concerned. This is this is this is what playoff hockey is about. Losing so, two games in a row at home, you're not concerned. I, the reason why I'm not concerned is this, Sal. 
is because you have you have players that they signed Tarasenko, mm-hmm. Green. You're talking about big time guys that have won cups. Okay, so you don't think you don't think after the after this split this is basically what it is because now it comes down to yeah, it's a three know, game series, best of three. With two of the games being in New exactly. Jersey, right? So I look I look at the lineups and I look at the roster and I look at the Rangers lineup and I look at the Devils lineup. I I find it very hard to believe that. Hughes and Nemo and these guys are going to, you know, automatically, you know, take this series. I well, let me ask you something. Who do you think, if you had to name one player right now, who do you think has been the best player on the ice in this series? Oh, man, that's tough. I would say Hughes. Yeah, I, I, me too. I, I, thank you, John, and thank you for the call. I would say Hughes too. I would say Hughes too. You're, look, let me be clear. I still deep down believe the Rangers are winning this series. I deep down feel it. I still believe they're the better team. However, it is unacceptable to have that type of effort in a game at home after losing a game at home. I'll give you the game at home, game three. I give the Devils that game. They won that game, stole the game from the Rangers. It wasn't like the Rangers played awful. It's just a hockey game that didn't go their way. These are two you know, very good teams. Last night, or tonight, whatever you want to say, game four, unacceptable. That is a bad performance. That is very discouraging. I am concerned after that one. There's How is that even, how does that happen? How do you come out that flat? How do you come out that lifeless? Maybe they're putting too much pressure on themselves in front of the garden crowd. They play scared a little bit, trying to do too much. I don't know what they're doing. But I do know this. The devil's best player, Hughes, he shows up. He's shown up in every game. Where's Mika been? What's Panarin done? And the biggest concern of all is the power play. Would they go four of ten in the first two games? Yeah, they scored. They yeah, I, th- I believe so. Four of ten, I think, in the first two games, Rosie, and then zero for eight in the last two. You this game without the power play clicking, you can't win a cup. Robbie is in Lennox. What's up, Robbie? Sal, thanks for taking my call. You know, Sal, this is my favorite team in sports. I've been a Ranger fan since 1974. This was the most disgusting effort I've ever seen in a playoff game of my life. I mean, Gerard Gallant, can you actually send somebody in in the zone to forecheck? Can you play some gap? You know what the Rangers ought to do? They're going to sit down and watch the Boston Bruins tomorrow and watch a team that actually plays gap. Their gap play was absolutely invisible. You have to control the neutral zone, Sal, in a hockey game. And you know, oh, they got beat on face-offs all night, too. Oh, my God. The face-offs were 70% at the first. I mean, Dave, Dave Maloney was listening to Dave and, and Kenny on the call and had the, and had the TV on because I'm not crazy about, uh, you know, about uh, the announcers on ESPN. But, I mean, I have never seen such a lack of – first of all, there's no cycling. There's no hitting. I told you about the Kane trade, how much I hated it, because that's not what the Rangers needed. The Rangers needed a guy like Timo Meyer. The Rangers needed a guy like Matt Stolby. The Rangers needed a guy like Ryan O'Reilly. The Rangers have been soft for 50-plus years, with the exception of a couple of teams, the 79 team and the 94 Stanley Cup team. Other than that, they get pushed around. And to be pushed around by a smaller team tonight, their neutral zone play was so bad, Sal. Every they couldn't get, get the puck into the zone. In. They couldn't get the puck into yeah. the zone cleanly Wait. all freaking Wait, you know night. 
and the Devils are playing a one-two-two. Lindy Ruff. Yeah, what is this? The Devils the trapping again? Is this 1995? For goodness' yeah, sake, I swear I felt like. like that watching it. That's what it was like, and was they basically playing a one-two-two, and they take the lead, and when they got the lead, two to one. I mean, even in the last two minutes, and I'm sick of seeing this. How many times you have to pass the damn puck around the perimeter, get guys in front, and shoot the puck? I mean, Joe Beningo and I were texting back and forth, and Robbie like success that with us. I mean, Joe and I were like, "What they? What are they doing?" I mean, there's no doubt. You don't hit somebody. You're not. You know, when I used to coach the kids, I used to say, if you don't hit anybody, you're not mentally in the game. I mean, how about coming out and forechecking? They, they had one. They had one rush or one spurt. Yeah, uh, and I think it was the late third period. And thank you for the call, Robbie. I got to let you go because we got to take a break. Rosie's looking at me. I don't want to get in trouble. They had one spurt where they were starting to take the body a little bit in that third period. I, I don't know if it was after the goal, at, right after their goal, and then before the Devils' next goal. Maybe it was a one-one. I forget the exact timing of it. But there was a one spurt where they were finally playing, and the crowd was getting into it. They weren't. You know, you're asking Joe, whatever, what they were doing. They were doing nothing. That's what they were doing. Nothing. Going through the motions. Right, it was after the Trocek goal. Yeah, it was right goal. after that, because then Trocek almost scored again, breaking right. off the power play, and he collided with Schmidt. Right. There they're was play- a two-on-one there. Trocek had an open look, yeah, and he missed the net. You know what? They're, they're playing like they're down 3-1. They're playing tight. They're legit tighter than a they're tighter than a drum right now. It's the most bizarre shift. It's an embarrassing. That is an embarrassing effort from the Rangers. You have one of those. Look, first of all, you shouldn't even have that at all in the postseason. Getting beat is different than what happened last night. That's the problem that I have. It's not just that they got beat. It's not just that the series is 2-2. That's not the case. It's the way that it's played out so far where they were the clear better team through the first two games. Game three happens. Okay, fine. This is the problem. Game four is the problem. No issue with anything else. Game four is the problem. Forget the goalie, the power play, the lack of effort. That's the main issue. At home, Rangers should be embarrassed with themselves. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.